welcome to the Packer Force Podcast, you fucking nerds! Did you just say podcast? <laughs> Something like that? I don't know. It is 1104, 1104 Sunday night before a Labor Day. <laughs> Guys, can you feel it in you know, the air? Can you feel the excitement in the air getting ready for Labor Day? Yeah, I'm ready to not work. Yeah. Tomorrow. How about it's you, Andrew? Labor Day here. That's it's true. Already Labor Day in Lambeau Central Time. This is the Packer Force podcast. I am Black Mountain. You know why they call me Black Mountain? No. Because no, inside my head there is just a humongous mountain of black nothingness because I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm a fucking what? idiot. My I am answer. And I am dumb. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, this is, uh, I'm here with the professor, Elliot Sill. And I'm here with the legend, the deacon. Do you have any new names? Andrew Sill. No, nah, I'm still fucking with the deacon hard. Still okay. the deacon. He has switched you, you, to the deacon. You want to know why they call me the professor? Why do they call you the professor? Because I profess that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Because I'm stupid, too. <laughs> That's what I'm talking. Andrew, you know why they call you the deacon? Because you're I, fucking stupid, too. Because <laughs> you're an idiot as well. I hear that you're the, you what a deacon is, but I like the concept. <laughs> you are the deacon of the church of fucking imbeciles. That's what you are. Welcome to the Packer Force podcast. We have just spent an hour and a half in misery trying to figure out the audio situation that we got going on here. And we're really good at this. We're really good at this because you know what you got to do to be a Packer fan? You got to be a miserable bastard. That's, (laughs) that's what it is. You got to suffer endlessly for no reason. Yes. Yeah. Well, what is it? It's like 90 out of the top 80 counties in America with like the most drunk, alcoholics are in wisconsin yes yeah 90 out of the top 80 yes 90 out of the top 80 <laughs> and and 40 of those are because aaron Rodgers is just a dick <laughs> you know what so uh here we are we're at the start of a new season we haven't uh done this podcast for a while it's been some time it's been a few weeks yeah it's been a few <laughs> weeks it's been a few minutes and it feels like it's been a few seasons. Andrew, I'm going to need you to get – well, yeah, it feels like it's been a couple seasons, and we're getting to the start of a new season. And, and guys, I got one question for you. Uh, are you excited for this upcoming season of Packers football? Deacon, I'm going to throw it to you. Uh, I am really excited. We just had the last dance go down. <laughs> uh, what that was fun no, what fun that was yeah. that was great we had the last dance and now the dance is over and the fucking prom king is still just sitting there like hey guys guess what I decided I wasn't going to graduate after all prom yeah. king two years in a row let's do it again <laughs> How funny would it have been if Aaron Rodgers would have showed up as McConaughey from Dazed and Confused? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It's like every everybody like you know they like him, and of course you need a guy like that around. But like 
dude, it's past your time. I mean, like, it very to... much feels like we're in the last dance part two because <laughs> the guy who said he was moving on flunked and he's back for a super senior season and he's Ben Affleck over here. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, I, I think... love receivers because I keep getting older. <laughs> They stay the same age. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, Rogers? All right. Well, bitch about how they're fucking inexperienced, but you still fucking want to touch their butts anyways. Yep. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers does like touching receivers' butts. I mean, wouldn't you? Shit. Yeah, man. They got good butts, man. They better. Big butts. Um, Are you going to ask me if I'm excited? I did ask you. You know, you threw it to him, and he's... Yeah. I've said my piece. Yeah, so is it my turn now? Do I get to go? As host, yes. <laughs> um, I am excited for this Packers season. Okay. Because, you know what? It's another year where they have a chance to win the Super Bowl, and ultimately that's exciting. I'm going to watch regardless, and I would still rather be us than the Bears. Um. And I would still rather be us than the Vikings because they're like in the same trajectory as us, just like five wins lower of like yep. they get over the 10 win hump, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, you know, Aaron Rodgers being a douchebag and in, in NFL terms is a good problem to have. Uh, I'm excited to see what this offense does post Devontae Adams. And I, I'm excited because I expect it to produce. If it doesn't produce, that won't excite me. I won't have fun watching it <laughs> suck ass. But if, you know, understanding like we brought Matt LaFleur here, so guys like Devontae, guys like Aaron wouldn't have to single-handedly carry our offense. Mm-hmm. And Devontae did a lot of like, there's the LaFleur offense and then there's the Devontae Adams offense. Do you think that this team is ready to evolve into a run-first team? Do you think – well, you know, of course, Aaron Rodgers always will always want to throw the ball because he's really fucking good at it. Matt LaFleur loves throwing the ball. Um, do you think that both of those guys will acquiesce to the strengths of this team, which is obviously the backfield, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon? I mean, if I'm a team playing the Packers, <coughs> I, I'm definitely going to play the run a lot more serious than – I would with Devontae Adams because you got to account for Devontae Adams. When you don't, well, Aaron Jones is next in line. A.J. Dillon's next in line. Mm. So I think teams are going to encourage the Packers to pass. And I think we're going to do it. And I think it's going to land kind of in the middle. Like we're not going to be a successful passing, but we're going to still pass about the same. Yeah, And we might be a little less successful running. Mm, Andrew, Deacon, 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 tell him, tell him, Deacon, tell him how we Nothing got better in the run offense just because Devontae left. That's the thing. A.J. Dillon is going into year three. A.J. Dillon is now a full-on vet. He was kind of growing into his role last year, and, you know, taking that jump from year two to year three is, you know, Mike McCarthy rest his soul. (laughs) <laughs> uh, used to talk about, you know, that's that's an even bigger jump sometimes than year one to year two, you know. I, I mean, A.J. Dillon is kind of coming into the spot uh, of 
taking over that role as the premier back. I would yeah. say. Hey. Hey. Mountain. Hey, Deacon. When you shout out, tell him, tell him, tell him, and then you continue. And then I tell him for you. It, it makes uh, it hard for me to tell him. Hey, See, a as, good host as a, yeah, well, I'm trying to apologize, so let me apologize. Well, Deacon, hey, I'm sorry. Just shut the fuck up. Okay. Look, the Packers have fellatiated themselves in a way that we need this to be a running team. Like, that's the pieces we have left. The offense that we have available that is going to be massively successful starts, stems, and stays in the backfield. Aaron Jones is a fucking fantastic talent touchdown machine, catches balls out of the fucking backfield, can make plays downfield if you get him the ball in space. A.J. Dillon is a goddamn beast. He's a fucking Hulk, except the entire fucking green shit that happens happens in his thighs. (laughs) Fantastic. But the dude can catch balls, too. The dude can make plays in the open field. He can snag shit. And... Aaron Rodgers has professed the me, 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 I don't trust my guys. So the Packers are going to have to adapt to what we fucking are. And we need to be a run first team. We need to fucking start everything that we do out of the backfield. And Aaron Rodgers can try and work in comfortability, working things downfield at his leisure. As long as we are comfortable knowing that we are a run first team and I know that's going to be really hard for Aaron Rodgers to sit with and deal with. But inevitably, if we want to find ultimate success, he's going to have to chill the fuck out and realize that that's the team that we are this year. That's where our strong no, that, lies. That's, I think, to that end, we do have a decent sample size of LaFleur executing the run game. Mm-hmm. And it's not been gangbusters it hasn't like aaron jones has not let's be honest about aaron jones last season was disappointing for him he Mm -hmm. he wasn't able to continue on the trajectory he set um he's a running back that's been in the league three fucking plus years his trajectory at this point is going to be downward yeah unfortunately i think i think he's still got positive but running, I, running backs are a commodity that you find one, you get your fucking shit worth for three years, and they start declining. That's why we have A.J. Dillon. And it's a really sad state of the fucking league for how running backs work. Yeah. But Aaron Jones might have peaked already. I think So I think that there's a little bit of truth in both of what you guys are saying. Yes, I do think... I think that ability that Aaron Jones has, that movement, I think that's going to start to decline. But I don't think that takes him all the way out of his prime yet. I think, yes, two, you can say two, maybe three more years in that prime position where, like, yes, you you know, maybe he gets A.J. Dillon gets hurt. He takes a bulk of the carries. He can get a Pro Bowl this year or something like that, right? Uh, but he's what he's in year five, year six. He's twenty seven years old. Yeah, I mean that's 
you know, that's the thing. That's older than I was expecting him to be when I yeah. Google this. Right for a fucking modern running back. Also, what do you guys do not last? Hey, I, I got one more thing too. We still only have two running backs on this roster, right? I I think they'll call someone up before game day. Kylan Hill. They'll call up either Taylor or Goodson, depending on both those guys got practice squad. Yeah, they okay. both made. No one gets claimed. Everyone's like, "Oh fuck, I love them in the preseason. They're not going to get claimed." Like, no, every team every team is watching ninety dudes and falling in love with their own dudes. They don't have time to <coughs> look at your dudes and be like, "Yeah, these three yard runs are kicking ass. Let's get Tyler Goodson on the team." I feel like they should have time to do that, though. No, I feel but like they should I, just have time to have dudes. I watching just, dudes, and just rooms of dudes watching <laughs> other dudes. I, yeah, I I just think there is there is always mania over can we get him to the practice squad, and the yes. answer is inevitably yes. Yeah. And because like they had seven chances to draft these players, and uh-huh. they had chances to call and jockey in the undrafted market, and they've already seen them. They're yeah. not seeing anything new, mind blowing. They're looking at the guys that they brought in and going from there. So, yes, I, I think we'll call someone up. I think if we uh-huh. go into a game with two running backs on the roster, I think that is dangerous uh-huh. because yeah. of the way that we like to use those backs. Like, we don't like to just go with Aaron Jones until he's hurt or tired. It's like we like to alternate for funsies to keep them fresh. Yeah. And so if we <laughs> if we're in a position where Aaron Jones gets hurt on the first drive of the season – AJ Dillon's got to carry that whole load. He's going to be overwhelmed. We're going to have to disproportionately switch our game plan to a passing game plan. Yeah. Like not proportionately, which is what it would be if you had, you know, a running back back there, a Tyler Goodson back there or a Patrick Taylor, but I like Tyler Goodson. I, I, I liked him a lot in the preseason. I wanted to see all three of them back there in the backfield. on Some fucking crazy wing T. I, I wasn't blown away by Tyler Goodson. I saw, I, I thought and, he had some if, burst and pop. I was, I was watching that last preseason game and I was thinking, man, he was running himself off the roster. And then he popped the touchdown like the very next play, mm. but it looked like they were giving him carry after carry. And it was like three yards after three yards. Uh, it's just, yeah, I <clears throat> disappointing. Well, <laughs> well, never mind. Scouting report. He's a bum. <laughs> Scouting. He pulled uh, off one highlight run, and everyone wants to say he's been great. He hasn't been great. What he's been all right. A okay, well, that's troubling. Like, I didn't know we only kept two running backs. I assumed there was a fucking third guy that everybody liked that was fucking right there waiting in the wings. Well, you got you got Kylan Hill, who's on the injured reserve, trying to come back from the ACL last year. You've got you also have Amari Rogers and Randall Cobb, who both make fine emergency like true. You know, handoff guys. It. it you definitely have, would have to improvise. and I'd like to hand off the ball back. to Randall Cobb less and less until you that. I mean, I mean, I'd hand it up to Randall Cobb, like, up the middle. Like, he'd be, like, my backup, like, halfback, whereas Amari Rogers <laughs> is the guy I want running. I'll, I'll, I'd say two handoffs to Randall Cobb this year. I'm fine with that. That's fair. And then Amar- Amari Rogers can start taking over that duty, and hopefully, you know, he can prove a – Spot for himself there, you know he's got to he's got to prove something, man. Uh, he's already proved enough, man. He's in the, he's fucking in the NFL. He looks a lot he better. He doesn't owe me shit. <laughs> yeah, guys. Generally, it's troubling to me because I know the least of all of us by far. 
not been paying much attention. And hey, you know that sucks because we're all stupid. We are all <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Look, point being, the one area I felt confident going into this season offensively or scoring wise at all was our running game. Yeah, and it, I, I I don't like what I'm hearing out of you two from this report. <laughs> breaking news report very low confidence in our passing game to be sharp out of the gate and I have negative confidence in our special teams to aid this team in any way whatsoever by the way a note to our listeners I hope you're also enjoying that while podcasting you're also getting some like white noise action with the crickets in the background like yeah that's an yeah. app that's a that's a double app right now you're playing your your noise, your background noise audio, and your podcast audio is perfect. Yeah, man. Yeah, just fucking, you know, it's not that ayahuasca kicking in. We really are, you know. <laughs> We're not outside, but the deacon's outside. The deacon is outside because he worships in the church of nature and science. Outdoorsy motherfucker. He is. Which is why you live in Illinois and we live in Colorado. Yeah, dummy. All right, so let's uh, let's move it on. What else should let's, we talk about here? Uh, let's see, Andrew. Uh, do you like Aaron Charles Rogers? No, no. Uh, do you like the Packers? Yes. So how do you live with yourself? <laughs> what like what what? What goes on? How do you reconcile head? those two antithetical beliefs? I mean, Which, I think much the same way as parents do. <laughs> Damn. You think his parents are like Packer fans, but they like... I think like... his parents are huge Packer fans. They root for the team. But then they see fucking Aaron doing something well, and they were like, oh, well, he's a shit. But... <laughs> So, all right, what happens? Uh, Packers, Vikings, week one. It's a struggle. It's The game's tied 15-15. All right. <laughs> Here's the 15, beautiful 15. thing with not liking a quarterback. Unless the quarterback fucking makes a beautiful scramble and runs for a touchdown, then there is a second half of every touchdown that the quarterback produces. Okay, wait. So hold on. Strike that. The score is nineteen fifteen. Third and goal from the five. Aaron Rodgers drops back, pumps left. No one open because his receivers haven't been doing shit all game. <laughs> Rolls out right, runs for the touchdown. Game winner. What do you do? Oh, and he tackles Mercedes Lewis as the celebration. And yeah, it looks Parvian. <laughs> What do you do? What do you do at that point? I shrug and I'm happy with a fucking team win. <laughs> Does he earn back some of your respect? No. There's no more respect being earned. I don't give a fuck what he does at this point. You don't give it. So anything he does on the field. Everything like, he does on the field has been past due. You are the father. He has like, a fucking bill that watching. is watching. At Watching least two Cox saying the wrong the kid. Wrong kid. <laughs> no, 
When Devontae Adams left and Aaron Rodgers stayed, I fucking threw that gift around willy-nilly like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. That was my go-to. You just call it a gift? Yeah, that's mm. fine. Oh, I'm with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Like, and this is, I, I, re- I do respect that about you. Because you're, you're really, that's how you feel. Mm-hmm. And that's your truth. And you got to speak your truth. And I, you know, that's that's the kind of content you get. No, Peter, we're the only Packer for it. We're the only Packer podcast that also hates the Packers. <laughs> I was a huge Devontae doubter early in his career. His drops were maddening. He had all the upside in the world, and he was slow to grab it. But then he grabbed it, and then he fucking ran with it. And. In his last couple of years, I became a huge fucking Devontae supporter. And I am still a huge Devontae supporter. And in my support of Devontae, I support the fact that he clearly would rather play with David Carr than Aaron Rodgers. And Garrett Carr, but close enough. Yeah. Whatever. Fucking college buddies, high school buddies, whatever fucking led him to fucking rather play with somebody that he used to kind of like back in fucking school than play with the MVP of the league who was putting up numbers for him that put him at the top of every fucking metric had him in line to earn one of the highest paychecks. He took a lower paycheck to not play with Rodgers. Like that says... That says it all to me. Well, hey, what about they went golfing recently? What do you think about that? Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, they got back together in the dead period and did some golfing together. Devontae posted it on his socials. I worked at fucking country clubs for a long enough time that I know people fucking golf with people that they consider assholes all the fucking time. Mm. <laughs> all right. All right. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Now, let me ask you this, Peter, because okay. you're always you're always trying to judge others' views of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But I want to ask you about this because do you like Aaron Rodgers? That's a oh man, he's I I do find him I find him interesting. I find that you know he does try to figure stuff out. I think he's a very he's a conflicted man. Let me pause ultimately, you. Ultimately, I get annoyed at him. Let me pause you. Why? Do you think? It's, Why not? Let me answer the question. Because do you think it's really important that you find a way and a reason to like Aaron Rodgers that, as a Packers fan? Yes, that is what I do. I rationalize and I I do try to find a way to root for my guy. I feel a, a camaraderie with him as a Packer. It's one of these things where I think you like find ways to see the best in a mer- in a myriad of different people. But I think I don't know, it gets harder the older I get. Uh, I think it started out with fans. I don't. I used to be like, oh yes, I have this kinship outside of politics with all these fans, and now it's like, dude, fuck most of the fans. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, and now with a guy like Aaron Rodgers, it, here's the thing: is that I do really respect him as a thrower of the football. I think he, some of the things that he's able to do are amazing. I disrespect him for another athletic 
characteristic, which is his will to win in big moments, his ability as a champion, which is, I think, an even more important thing. This is why the older I get, the more I'm like, man, Bart Starr will forever be the greatest Packer quarterback yeah. of all time because he's he's the true – he is a true leader. He was a Packer first and foremost. That dude carried the G. That dude, Bart, was, that dude was the G. Bart Starr was the G. <laughs> Bart Starr was the G. To your point, there was a time where I looked at Aaron Rodgers and his fucking conflictions and his sassiness and his outspokenness and his diva shit. And I was really like hoping against hope and I mean hoping against hope because the comparison was to Michael Jordan. Michael right. Jordan was a shit talker who didn't give a fuck. He would throw any one of his teammates under the bus if he really was like, yo, they can do better, do better for the team. <laughs> and I really was hoping that that was going to be the fucking trajectory of Rogers' career. He was going to say, fuck it. He was going to talk his shit. And he was going to be a fucking champion that raised everybody's level in every situation. And he fucking performed in all the big games. And instead, Aaron Rodgers talked all this shit, and then in the playoffs, he just shit the bed. He fell back into the norm. Aaron Rodgers' performance in the playoffs is really the only area where my opinion on him can truly fundamentally change. Mm -hmm. Because I remember just the... After 2020, after the Bucks loss, I was totally... I felt like I saw everything I needed to see from Aaron Rodgers. Like the audition was over. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it got to the point where it was like last year, as he's doing great in the regular season, it's like, yes, but that's, this isn't it. This isn't what mattered. Exactly. And we're struggling against this 49ers defense. And I'm just like, I expect nothing from this guy. I expect him to do absolutely the most mundane shitty version of him playing quarterback that possibly exists. And that's exactly what we got. Like he hit up Devonte plenty of times on, especially on the opening drive, things seem smooth. But like after that, it was literally just a guy who couldn't get his offense down the field and couldn't score touchdowns at home in the playoffs when it mattered, like couldn't, you know, so, we can't we can't blame his teammates and his specific situations for a like a decade plus body of work in the playoffs. Like mm-hmm. you can you can explain instances. Like if you want to explain 2014, go ahead. If you want to explain 2016, go ahead. If you want to explain 2019, go ahead. If you want to explain last year, go for it. But yeah, you lump them all together, and the yeah. one thing becomes clear is, yeah, the one similarity is Aaron Rodgers ain't getting it fucking done. If you meet an asshole in the morning, you met an asshole. If you meet yeah. assholes all day, maybe you're the asshole, and that's yeah. that's the conversation that I had and I'm done with on Aaron Rodgers until he proves me wrong. Until he does so, and I want him to. I want him to go out and hit that like champion sh- champion stride mm-hmm. that I've envisioned for him my whole life as a Packers fan since 2011, when he actually <clears throat> won the thing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But it's I just have not... invested. I have rooted. I have fucking stood by this dude for fucking years, despite mounting doubts and mounting fucking aggravation. <laughs> I would love for all that to all of a sudden pay off, but I don't feel like it's gonna. And, and if it is, it's not going to come from him. Like, it's not going to be like he has a chance. Like, I feel like we could still win the Super Bowl in spite of Aaron Rodgers if if he plays decent and well enough that the other phases can take it over. And by other phases, I mean defense and not special, on special teams. Mm-hmm. So, so let's let me put that question because ultimately – that's that's the question. Like we're trying to think whether or not the season actually matters here. Do you think that this team can win a Super Bowl? Do you think that this team will win a Super Bowl? No and no. And I would say yes and no. I absolutely think they can, and I'm not expecting them to at this point. Why would I? Yeah. I think so, we could have the last fucking three years in a row. And if we weren't going to win those, I don't think we can win this year. 2019 didn't feel like we could. It, that was like a victory to get to that point. A little bit, To get yeah. to the NFC Championship game. That was... It definitely could have come together differently. It could have come together differently, but... Like, I mean, as big of a letdown as that was, that was beyond our expectations for the season. 2020, our expectations continue to rise, especially after Aaron Rodgers came out of the gates smoking hot, and then you just expected that team to win. Yeah, 2020 to me is the crux of this whole era. Like, that was the logical progression for the team was to get to 2020 and win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And they had every right to it at every position to do it. Mm-hmm. And they had opportunities with the game on the line and they just didn't. And it was just a failure. And so now I think that failure haunts them and mars them and is an identifying factor for this team. You know, that's who the Packers are still. And it's not fucking Kevin King's fault. Stop blaming Kevin King. Yeah. <laughs> Never did, never would. Um, yeah, we're sitting here looking at the same thing, but worse, and thinking a different thing is going to happen, like banging on the definition of insanity or whatever the fuck the saying is. Yeah, which is what I like about the Devontae Adams move. It's like it does force us to be different to a point of yeah. where we may be able to think differently on offense so that we don't get to the playoffs and, like, just smash the Devante button the whole time. Yeah. 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 And that was, that was going to be my next point too, was, uh, is this, Andrew, you called it worse. Is this a worse situation now, or is it a new situation? Do you feel like there is enough newness? Aaron, you know, this, this offense is going to look completely different. The offensive line is going to look different than it did last year. Um, hopefully there'll be more of an emphasis on the run. And then the passing game is going to look different. Aaron Rodgers been taking more drugs this year. <laughs> so, you know, he's, you know, he's tripping balls out there. Do you think he like, he said he reached his ancestors. Do you think he's finally, maybe he's got some soul. Do you, 
you know, do you think that he found some soul and he found some will in him to live? Andrew, I'm going to, I'm going to think no, but do you, do you think that this could be new? Oh, it's definitely going to be new. And that is where I find the excitement is we've got these new dudes that are going to be Packers for years to come. They're going to shape the fucking team, how it comes down the fucking stretch for the next five, six, seven years. The offense is pretty much completely different. And I do root for every other person on the team's success. They happen to have one of the best throwers of the football of all time throwing them their balls. I don't like him, but I love his fucking talent. I love his accuracy. I love how he throws the football. He's very good at it. I hope he continues to throw the football to the new young generation of Packers very well so they can have some success because I want the fucking Packers to have success. But as long as Rodgers is the dude that's doing it, I cannot fathom us getting over the hump that he has not been able to get us over with a massively more talented offensive fucking roster. Yeah. I got one more question for you. Uh Do you like the Packers? Yeah. Do you like Aaron Rodgers? Mm -mm. Then what the fuck, man? Aaron Rodgers (laughs) is a Packer. That is it. Anyway. Anyway, no, no, no. I, I again, like, uh, I, I really do respect your your position because I know that I am rationalizing with all the the shit that I see. You know that Aaron yeah. Rodgers doesn't believe in brains. You know he thinks that we are all being ratatouille right now. You know it's it's hard to look to look past that. But I, as a Packer fan, I don't know. I do. There's still a part of me that will that will root for him, and I just I have to look at him kind of like a crazy fuck. You know, it's maybe like, it's like I, mean, I I assume this is what like a rational Republican feels like. <laughs> mm. Like, Ooh. yeah, I believe that no abortion should <laughs> be conservative with money, and nobody should get debt forgiven. But yeah. Trump's kind of a fucking crazy asshole. Yeah, but all of my friends that are my family that I love say he's our best chance to win. So I guess I just got to fucking deal with him. Andrew, what if Aaron Rodgers is Rakakuni? (laughs) I'm gonna need you to elaborate. Like he says, he thinks we're all ratatouille, but what if he's actually? What if under Aaron Rodgers' hair and helmet is a small raccoon? operating Aaron Rodgers. Well, then I would love Aaron Rodgers again. It's out there, you know? It's not really got thumbs and shit, man. Have you ever had a raccoon take something out of your hands? Because it is fucking charming. I have, <laughs> yeah. I've given a raccoon a tomato in Mexico. DM, oh. DM me. Um, it is the most adorable thing uh, you've ever had in your life. Um, they grab it and they run away like they're cherishing it. They got a little bounce in their step and they're running on two legs, holding your thing. 
it's so let's talk about this. Let's talk about if Aaron Rodgers gets injured. Oh, or not because are we, you hosting now? Yes, for a little bit. For when when did that happen? I didn't know. No one told me the host. Shut up. Let's okay. follow the fucking interesting conversation. Oh, how do you know I didn't have an interesting conversation, Deacon? Or is it legend? You might have, but this is the one that got fucking proposed, so let's roll with it because it's fucking late. Fine. He's got yes and on the brain. He's ready Fine. for this. Fine. So let's, let's roll. Aaron Rodgers is old as shit. He's broken his collarbone twice. He's <clears throat> oh my god, he has strung out. Yeah. So yeah. what if he gets, you know, suplexed? Also, real quick, Aaron Rodgers is not in charge of fucking the nuclear codes. All right. That's a big difference between (laughs) between like supporting Donald Trump. I I don't support (laughs) like I can still call Joe Biden out on his bullshit. Fandom is a little bit different. It It lives in this magical reality that is hopefully say like Aaron Rodgers cannot take the vaccine and. Potentially, it ends there. He doesn't have any policy influence. Actually, he's got influence. Anyway, sorry. I'm sorry. I, I really had to say that because anyway, you wanted uh, to prove you still had hosts. I had a little bit of integrity left. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, how would I mean that would like if Aaron Rodgers got first of all if Aaron got Rodgers got like a small injury uh-huh. that would be interesting. Like if he like broke a thumb. Or something and missed four to six weeks. Yeah. And we had a Jordan Love phase. Uh-huh. That would be really interesting. Yeah. If he gets crunched and breaks a collar, both collarbones. Um, and we're not saying this because we want Aaron Rodgers to get injured. Just it's happened before. It's due to happen again. It could happen. And also, fuck yeah. it. I'm not like manifesting it. So fuck off. Back off. <laughs> um, NFL players get hurt a lot. Yeah. So if he gets injured for the season, does this season instantly get like a lot more interesting? Absolutely. It it does. It becomes because it, it... Norm, normally in this you would feel like oh we got deprived of a chance at a at a Super Bowl run and that hurts most of all. Like when, like I think when I felt that when Jordy went down in 2017 was the same way. Right. But right. I don't feel like we're oh shit, dude. We've been we've been at max capacity for the last two years, and we haven't proven anything. We don't, and so yeah, <laughs> a team usually takes on the character of either its coach or its leader or something. And if we are taking on the the character of Aaron Rodgers, it's just been listless over the last you know two years. He'll play really incredible flawless football throughout the season and then you get to the playoffs and it's just like uh, okay here we go again all right we have oh this is hard i don't know if i want to be here no yeah it definitely gets interesting again there's so many more unknowns yeah with aaron Rodgers, it seems like everything is known right absolutely i mean given last year what it was the last dance was basically announcing preseason like, hey, the only thing that matters about this season is going to be how the fucking outcome of the postseason is. Yeah. Like, that was the way it fucking was presented. That's the way it played. That's the way it felt. And that's, as a continuation of fucking that dumb shit, that's the way this year fucking feels. 
as long as Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, the only question for this fucking team is how does he fucking change his legacy in the postseason? Mm-hmm. If Aaron Rodgers goes down, there's no more fucking Cliff's notes on what this season is supposed to be. Mm. There's no more fucking precursors. There's no more expectations. We're in a fucking jungle of let's see what the fuck happens. And that becomes instantly more exciting for me than let's see if Aaron Rodgers can overcome his fucking bullshit. Even though your Super Bowl odds dropped by about 90%. Yeah, that's the I'm thing. I'm good with that. That's so. That's the thing. That's what all I need is a chance. Like if Jordan Love plays better than Brett Hundley, like let's go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think I think there's a genuine fatigue happening, and if it's not happening with you, I think you're forcing it at this point with Aaron Rodgers. <clears throat> yeah. Like if you're still forcing yourself to like believe this can be the year, like we just got to fix special teams and then we're golden. Like we should have won that game seven to three. What are you talking about? <laughs> that was yeah. the plan, man. Well, that sucks because you know. Do you think that Aaron Rodgers could have had a better game? Do you think he would have looked at this 49ers game and been like, you know what? I have to play better. I have to put that on me. And he would have gone out against the Rams and played a better game. Do you think that could have happened? I don't know. The, the I mean, the the reason I, I don't really think about that, because I don't give him the benefit of the doubt. Right. Like you had, you had your chance. You had everything you wanted. Yeah. You had everything you wanted. You had Lambo. You had the cold. You you had a Devonte. Devonte. You had your boy Jimmy G. You had a fucking amazing defense. Yeah, a defense that pitched a shutout until they they were able to score on the last play of the fucking game. You were going against Jimmy G. What is more frustrating to you at this point? The Packers inability to field a special teams that doesn't fuck us or the Packers inability to have Aaron Rodgers perform in the fucking playoffs. It's Aaron Rodgers. This is a good question. No, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's it's ultimately Aaron Rodgers because that's the bigger that's the bigger issue. How good is Tom Brady? That's the one that you have. That's the one that you know. That's the one that you expect. That's the one that you pay. That's the one that's got fucking trophies on his shelves. Yeah, how good has Tom Brady's special teams been in his career? But also, watching two and a half fucking Bears preseason games and watching their fucking special teams just do good. It's fucking maddening that everything we've tried and everything we've invested in, every time we've switched the coaches, it means nothing. We still have the fucking trashest special teams that you could fucking imagine. Like with Aaron Rodgers, at least you fucking kind of know what the problem is. You see it coming. It's hard. He's going to fucking lay down. But what do you do about the fucking special teams? It continues to be a fucking issue. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm about done watching these fucking dumbass special themers. Just walk out there and, you know, shit the bed. You want to go try out for the team? You know, I don't know if I could do it, but you know, you got to have a couple hunks out there. You know, some some well, fucking about our first cut. The guy that we cut first before we went <laughs> through 
huge cut day with Ty Summers. You can't fucking let this guy fucking try and find another team. He was a special team standout. Oh, Ty Summers was cut, by the way, by the Jaguars. Yeah, he got cut by the Jaguars. So we might take him back. Yeah. Get him on a reduced deal. Fucking right. maddening. It, it is. is. It is maddening. But to my point earlier, to my point earlier, you know, I mean, make my fucking Tom Brady point. Jesus Christ! You, no one knows how good the Patriots special teams or the Bucks special teams was because they had Tom Brady, and it didn't matter. Special teams does not matter if yeah. you have a quarterback who can overcome it, or you know, do anything for an entire. Just not get a fucking punt block. And this goes back to my point earlier of uh, the misery that we went through trying to get this podcast together. Being, uh, you know, Packer, miserable Packer fans. Uh This is what it is. This is the misery that we're talking about. And if you don't feel this, then you're not a real Packer fan. It doesn't matter if you live in Wisconsin. It doesn't matter if you talk like a real Scotty like me. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many brats you eat or how fucking white you are. Hey, you know what? <laughs> that is a little bit important. <laughs> but, it, you know, like there is a certain misery that we're all just going through, just hoping that we will be absolved in this upcoming season. So let's go ahead and bring it home. What do you think, guys? Well, what we're gonna go into season predictions. We're gonna give our season predictions. Should we go through the whole schedule? No. We no. Not. Andrew, Deacon, Sill. Legend. Legend. What is your season prediction this year? What is our record? Where do we finish within the division? Where do we finish within the conference? Where do we finish in the playoffs? Whew. That's a whole lot of material right there. Yeah. Pull it out of your pull it out of your sphincter there, bud. Well, I could <laughs> easily see the Packers going twelve and five. Despite having low confidence in us and our offense and our special teams. I have a lot of confidence in our defense, and I have even less confidence in any team in the division. Mm-hmm. The Lions are a non-starter. The Bears are not even trying to fucking field a legitimate team. And the Vikings are still going to run out Kirk Cousins. And Justin Jefferson. The best receiver in the league. Oh, he said it. He said it. Bam, bam. By the end of, by the middle of next year. Not this year. I think it'll like Devontae will still have his crap. Anyway. Okay. But Justin Jefferson still scares the shit out of me. He doesn't scare me. I just expect him to get two to three touchdowns per game. And we have to do better than that. That's yeah. not scary to me. That's, okay. I'm Pretty problematic. Alvin, like, that's, that's old hat. But, okay, so you think they win the division first place, 12-5. and five. Where are they in the conference and where are they finishing the playoffs? Where are they in the conference? Well, that's a great question because I don't – 
necessarily trust anybody else in the conference. Yeah. When Cowboys are going to be iffy, Seattle's going to be worse. Who the fuck is good in the conference? It's not in our division. It's not in the fucking South. <coughs> it would be the Rams, Rams and the Buccaneers. And, and the Buccaneers. The 49ers. Potentially. Oh, Rams. again? God damn. I, I hope the fucking 49ers have a discombobulated year with their crazy fucking quarterback situation. Could be. Then there's the Cardinals. Tom Brady. A lot of, a lot of love for the Saints, too. I see the Packers dropping in about the three, maybe the four seed. And then they have Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback, so I see them losing their first game in the playoffs. Two? Fate. Who? To fate. Fate. You don't want to pick a team? I mean, does that really... Yeah, I mean, it'd be fun if you got it right, and then we we're at the end of the year like, oh shit, you got it. Right. Packers lost to the Cowboys in fucking Jerry World in a one verse. <coughs> whatever we'd be. If we win the, if we win the division, then we get a home game. Yeah, so maybe we'd make it to the second round. So, um. I think that's a good enough prediction. That's fine. I think I'll that was good. Yeah. yeah. I think that was good for pulling it out of your ass. You or me? Uh, you go. Because okay. I'm, I'm the real host. Okay. <laughs> Here's what the Packers are going to do this year. They're going to go 13-4. and four. <coughs> They're, <coughs> they're going to get first in the conference and in the division. And they're going to um, lose in the NFC Championship game. To- first in the conference? Yeah, why not? Um, who's stopping them? Tell you. Um, and then they're going to lose in the NFC Championship game. I like the Cowboys as a pick there. I'm going to say they're going to lose to the... <laughs> uh, I'm trying to get funky. Um, Buccaneers. They're going to lose to the fucking Buccaneers in the <laughs> NFC Championship game again. Oh. Tom Brady's going to go to the, to the Super Bowl. What All right. Are you even doing right. this? Uh, because to show how right we are. Yeah. Sounds horrible. So I believe we're going to go 10 and 7 and win the division over the 9 and 8 Vikings. <clears throat> I think we will win a wild card game against some fucking idiot team like. Ooh, what if we lost to the Saints? I think we'll win a squeaker against the Saints, and then we will lose in the next round. Not to the I wanted to say the Eagles, but I didn't say the no, Eagles. So now I want oh, to, to say the Rams. The Rams? Okay. Yeah, to the Rams. I fail to see how you can have the Saints as a playoff team. They're getting a lot of love. They're getting a lot of, like... Even with Jameis, they can win because they have everything else. Basically. Can you? 
Those are our sound effects here. This is real blowing your nose. All right. Well, I think we've uh, I think we've done enough. I think we've tapped that ass, as they say. Yeah. Tap that ass is tapped. It's out. That's right. No more in that ass. I tapped it out into the cold. Threw some quarters at it for taxi money <laughs> for Uber money. <laughs> Threw a roll of quarters at it for Uber money. Why did yeah. I get into this? I've gone through like I've been trying to listen to a lot of podcasts and trying to get myself hyped up, you know, because I feel like that's what I need to do. It's it's not the same sort of just excitement. It just I don't know. There is an old energy to this. So I've been, you know, trying to get myself hyped up and I just love listening to these Scotties, you know, Andy Herman and Jason Wildey and Mark Tauscher and they're just chewing their R's. So I'll just have a, I'll just be in the car by myself. (laughs) I'm tired of this fucking special teams. Just talking to myself, (laughs) practicing my Scotty And it's not Scotty. It's like Chicago. Mm. Anyway, that's how I spend my nights. That is that is what this I This is do. cool. This is like that HBO, like, stay tuned after the episode for the director to talk about something random. It's good. <laughs> yeah, that always I will wake up to this after the long sounds. nights. This has been the Packer Force Podcast. I've been your host, Black Mountain Peter Sill. You can find me at Twitter somewhere. I don't know what my handle is. <laughs> I can't remember it. I think it's Packer Mountain. I am, you know, I am not this funny on Twitter. And, you know, I'm not that funny in real life. So, uh, you know, that's what you do. Thanks for joining us. It's been great. Drink beers and do drugs, you guys. Stop it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>